You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive. She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? And with okay. that, I'm actually going to play the music for okay. old time's sakes. Oh my god. It's very exciting. <laughs> exciting. <laughs> What's up, Replayers? Welcome to the Replayer Podcast. I'm your host this week, Dan, and of course, joining me is my co-host, Piggin. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you, Piggin? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. It feels really empty. It is empty. Super empty. We're missing a couple of boxes right now. Yeah, we're missing everybody. (laughs) Uh, So you may have noticed it is just me and Piggin this week. Um, We decided we're going to try something a little different this week and kind of just have a little heart to heart just the two of us chatting a little bit catching up on some things and Mm -hmm. talking about retro replay and other stuff i don't have we ever done this episode no i don't think we have i don't think we have i mean like ever this is the first time in podcast history for our podcast I'm just looking at the schedule now, like going all the way back to the 13th of June when we started this. Mm-hmm. We've never done this with just me and you. I don't think so. I mean, the closest we would have had is obviously episodes where it was just a single guest and it was a little bit more intimate because it would be uh-huh, just one true. guest. Um, but yeah, so here we are. This is episode 70 of the podcast. Um, <laughs> so we're, is that we're, right? No way. This is 70. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm looking at the podcast notes here, and I'm like, I actually realized that I put 60... Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's my fault, everybody. I can't count. Math. I have 70 on the header True. of our run of show. You do, actually. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at the schedule of the show, and I'm like, we are not on 70. We're 71, but we skipped one. Well, you did you have one of our offshoot episodes in there as an episode? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't count them as numbered episodes. Yeah, no, that's fair. And you shouldn't. That was just my bad. No problem. I did like, uh, on that note, I will mention that it seemed like our Last of Us side episode was pretty successful. So that was fun. Yeah. And I'm really happy about that. That was a great, I haven't checked that. great chat. Um, and we've had people requesting that we do more like that. So we'll special definitely keep that Special episodes or with, um, with Drew? Uh, special episodes and going more in depth on like certain games like we did for The Last okay. of Us. Like the deep dive on a specific game 
Okay. I'd be seeing. Okay. Um, do I was going to do like. Oh, sorry. We're out of the flow. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say that it would be more like because Last of Us is such an involved game. There's so much going on around it. There's obviously the big pop culture True. and the zeitgeist around Last of Us. That makes it a hot topic to have a deep conversation with. But not to say that there won't be others like Cyberpunk. I think Cyberpunk yeah, could be a good one. I really want to play that one. So, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, that'd be great. So um, I would like to actually, I mean, potentially, I would like to get Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I haven't picked mm, up an Assassin's Creed game since the first one. Really? So I don't, yeah, so don't know if I should or not. Ah. You know, because I think it has changed a lot. So you've only one, played so. the first one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so maybe that's not a great idea. I don't know. <laughs> Sherlock will, will, I will say this on that game if we were going to talk about Assassin's Creed, because I have been playing it and I have been enjoying it. I was a big fan of the original series, like the first Okay series of games uh one two and the two expand alones whatever they were there was two sequels to the second game okay. before they came out with three um i dropped off the series a bit after that i dabbled here and there it's like i played a bit of black flag which was really good um and i did get origins and odyssey but i never really put a lot of time into them because they didn't i liked what they were doing but they didn't grab me so i kind okay. of float around like odyssey i thought was really cool anyways Valhalla. Love the Viking concept. Love anything to do with Viking. So that initially is like, I don't care if it's an Assassin's Creed game. I want to be a Viking. I want to go raid and pillage and collect loot. And that's what you do. That's what you do in this game. And it's fun. It's a good time. That being said, the Assassin's Creed part of that game feels very thin and minimal for the most part. But it's also there. So like half the time i forget i'm playing assassin's creed and then there'll be times where i'm like oh this is very similar to assassin's creed one okay and i'll have that little bit of nostalgia for the original games i've seen hints of that in like the the diving off buildings Mm. like Uh, that i'm kind of like okay that brings back memories for assassin's creed the first one so i'm like okay maybe this is a little bit more I think the leap of faith is what that's called has been in oh, every single Assassin's Creed game. As it should be. It's a great Because it's a staple. Little... Yeah, it's a great little mechanism. Yeah, it's cool. Um, when I'm talking about the parts of it that actually feel more like Assassin's Creed are the target-focused assassinations. So, like... Okay, yes. Where you yeah, yeah, get yeah. a specific target and it says, we need to put this person down because they're causing this problem or that problem and we need to stop okay. it. And you'll have to actually pursue this person and you'll have to follow a string of events leading up to it and it's more viking e i'm making up words as usual that's fine <laughs> um because you, like the way you do it is more pillagey it's more like we have to raid this castle we have to get this guy out of that castle and then they'll okay. usually run away and you chase after him but then you'll catch up to him and you'll eventually assassinate them and it does the assassin's creed thing where you kill them but then you kind of see a vision of them yes. talking. Yeah. So that's like the very Assassin's Creed heavy oh, parts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's definitely got me interested in revisiting the series again and going back and like trying to play some of the older games again. But I am very much loving what is here in Valhalla, especially the settlement building. So a big part of doing the raids 
is getting supplies and using those supplies to build up your own settlement. So there's a little bit of like an Animal Crossing-esque town building part to it, I guess. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think that sounds cool. But I mean, Animal Crossing for me was just a bit of a summer hit and miss. And that was definitely a miss for me. Yeah, I know it's a very popular game, but it's definitely not one for me as far as Animal Crossing goes. Just, nah. But Cyberpunk, I think Cyberpunk is going to be good. Cyberpunk looks interesting. It looks very, very good. Um, In terms of, like, Cyberpunk at the moment, I'm kind of like, I was so in with the first trailer that we got, and then it's just been dragged on so long now that I'm like, I can't help but be more invested in this. Mm-hmm. And Alana Pierce is in it. Oh, is she? I wasn't <laughs> yeah, sure about that. No, you didn't know that? Oh, yeah. She's on, I think she's like a side quest. Um, okay. So. Like, s- character. Similar to what she was in Gears of War. Well, Gears 5 then. So yes. she was kind of like a side NPC. Yeah. Okay, okay. That would make sense that since she has that mind. cyberpunk chair. <laughs> like, yeah. she's constantly I, promoting it. Yeah. I just, I can't gush enough about Alana Pierce. We all know this. Mm-hmm. And but Alana Pierce and a... Barbara Dunkelman, I'm just like, big hearts. You do love... <laughs> like, big, big hearts. <laughs> like, I just say, I can't help it. They're inspirational women. They're they're hardworking. Yeah. Um, the women in the industry... They look up to them. Is what it is. Yeah. And yeah, she's, uh, she's working for Santa Monica now. Santa yeah, Monica. she got hired at Sony, working at Santa Monica Studios to be a junior game writer. Yeah, I believe right. was her title. Yeah. It's very cool, very cool. So uh, cool. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly invested in, um, Cyberpunk 2077. It's a first person shooter. As far as I know, like it's first person and I don't do very well with those. I'm not usually a big fan of those type of games. First person, but also RPG. So the first person mechanics will probably be a little bit more friendly to the non-traditional first person shooter players. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I've never (laughs) been good in them. Yeah. I've just, I've just never been good in them. I don't get very well involved in that kind of stuff either like i don't really like skyrim and stuff like that as well which Mm. i probably should just give a better chance at but (laughs) yeah i don't know it's something about being in the first person that i'm not overly sold on i think i prefer to see a character in the third person yeah it could be the control aspect too because i know a lot of people who struggle with first person is the aspect of controlling both sticks at the same time Mm. and in third person games you generally don't have to do that you can kind of stick to one stick at a time true for the most part true and it could just be like a motor skills (laughs) kind of thing yeah i don't know i've been Uh, playing games for too long so fair (laughs) you're an old man (laughs) yeah but i I think cyberpunk will be interesting it'll be cool to see where how far cd project red has come with that game Mm. in the seven years they've been developing it Seven years, really? I think oh, so. Jesus. At least seven years. It is what gonna is be their projected now. release date now? As of now, it's December 10th. Oh, really? Yeah. The day before Game Awards. Hmm. Interesting. Not that that would matter because they wouldn't be in the running for Game Awards this year. At least. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Um. I think the cutoff uh, is November 1st. Yeah. To be... Uh, included in the for game, the game awards. awards yeah, yeah for the previous year or for the year gone mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yes it is um speaking of the game awards they also announced their nominations for yes. the game of the year um so 
I'm going to struggle to remember all six of them, but fill me in if you can. Okay, I got it. Hades. Yep. Last of Us 2. Yep. Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. Um, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Doom. Doom Eternal. Yeah. Yep. And I'm going to miss the sixth one. Uh, I have <laughs> Pay it. in Google. Wait, no, no, no. I have it on. Um... <laughs> Last of Us Part 2. Duh. No, I already said Last of Us. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Oh, sorry. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Final Fantasy Remake VII. is actually on you. I thought and... you said that for some reason. Sorry. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like that, Pagan found the answer. <laughs> it's final final fantasy 7 remake uh yeah ah, so uh, yeah interesting i didn't i th- i thought you said that maybe i was thinking of i it said earlier. last Sorry, of us okay. i didn't say final fantasy uh yeah well that was mind. the one i missed that's what it is very good mm-hmm. so Still a very good game i can understand the on that yeah. list how do you feel about that whole list altogether Ooh. okay so i literally have not played any of these games except for the last of part two and animal crossing hmm for a decent amount of time. So I haven't cleared Animal Crossing. I've just but you played, played Final a, Fantasy a as well. I've played a little bit of it. I've played like basically the introduction and the first bit of the game. I'm okay. nowhere near like the halfway point or anything. Gotcha. But it is beautiful. And the fact that it was remade from um, like a classic game, I can understand the nostalgia. I can see how they've made the improvements and character design, everything. It's, it's a beautiful game. Um, gorgeous score, good acting. Like, I can see why it's up there. I really, really can. I've never played Hades. Mm. Ghost of Tsushima, I have been so excited about since it was announced. And then it was released in June mm-hmm. or July. And I have still not picked that up. I just have not had any time. And the problem with games like that is, I think, especially with Ghost of Tsushima, like, I, you just need time to play It is game. a long game. It's I will... a long game, but it's beautiful, right? It's... And it's just... Yeah, it's been out for, what, four months now? Yeah. Was it four months? And I, I still haven't beaten it. I actually just went back to it the other day now because I reinstalled it on my PS5. Okay. So I can actually play Ghost in, like, the oh, higher nice. resolution yeah. with a higher performance on the PS5. And, mm-hmm. oh, my God, it's a brilliantly beautiful-looking game. Um, so I have no doubt in my mind that Ghost deserves to be on that list because that's also... I've been looking forward to that game for a long time. Mm. And... It's been nothing but a amazing experience for me playing that game. Um, I'm actually a little surprised that Final Fantasy is on that list. I I'm more surprised at Animal Crossing being on that list. Animal Crossing doesn't surprise me because it sold brilliantly. Like it's huge yeah. for a lot of people. Like that game is massive, massive to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, it might not have registered with you and I, as we have discussed already. Yeah. But it's really big with a lot of people. So that yeah, that's true. doesn't surprise and me. And again, it has that, like, you know, it was a classic game that they brought back. And mm. there's a whole, like, aspect of nostalgia to it that we wouldn't, that I wouldn't get anyway um, from playing the original. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I get it in that respect, but it did, it did surprise me that it was on that list. Mm-hmm. Um. With Hades, I've never played it. The gameplay looks incredibly interesting, but Hades has been nominated for a lot of awards, and I think that like that could pretty much be the seal of the show. Kind of like Gree was last week, last year. Gree, Greece, 
G-R-I-S. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking the about. The indie game from yeah. last year, like, they just swept at the awards. Like, they, mm-hmm. they took home a lot. And I think Hades will be the same this year. Yeah. Hades doesn't surprise know me. It'll be and I think Hades year, might but... win a lot. Like, I don't know if it'll get Game of the Year, but I wouldn't be surprised no. if it get, like, would it count as an indie? Because it's made by Epic, I think. Yeah, no, I think it is. It's actually nominated in Best Indie Game. Um, So that wouldn't surprise me because I've played a little bit of Hades, and it is phenomenal. Like, the voice acting is top-notch. The art style is brilliant. It's a beautifully stunning game to actually play and see. Um, and the like the story and the narrative, the little bit that I've experienced, I was like, wow, okay, this is, this is very impressive. And I see what they've done with this game because it was in early access for a long time. The only thing I'm a little bothered by that didn't get on that list was Star Wars Fallen Order. Because really? that game came out late last year. So it didn't qualify True. for last year's Game of the Year awards. And mm-hmm. I love that game. And I will sing its praises all day and night. So the fact that that didn't get on the nomination list kind of irked me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, the six nominations we have are still very good. And I'm like, I could easily take Final Fantasy VII off that list and put Star Wars in there, in my opinion. I haven't played um, the Star Wars one, so I, I actually wouldn't know in comparison. I've seen bits of it, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know in comparison. I think Final Fantasy VII is a very beautiful, brilliantly done game. Mm. And then um, I haven't played it specifically myself, but I've also heard a lot of people talk about how they don't like that game because it's not true to the original enough. Oh, really? Yeah. I've I, have, it, I have so many fans. I've heard mixed feelings. <laughs> Yeah, see, I, I've I've had like so many fans here, like in in my whole household and like our family households and stuff like that, where they're just like they mm. gush over that game. That game is the best game ever, and I don't know anything about like being true to the original. To be fair, but they were all fans of the original, mm. so I feel like if it was in any way dishonest to the portrayal of the characters or the portrayal of the story in the original, then. I know, like Adam and his brothers and everybody would be like <laughs> hardcore. Nope, that game, yeah. but. I would say they're not. They play it over and over and think it's brazing. So, as an outsider who hasn't played that game yet, and I probably will eventually one day. Yeah. I would say the biggest knock to that is the fact that it's a part one. It's not a complete game. It's not yeah. the full game, and yeah. they've asked people to spend sixty dollars on a portion of what was the original game. I don't mind that, <laughs> considering the portion that you're paying for is a lot more in depth than the original yeah yeah yeah, exactly so this yeah so the original has basically been like tripled in size and this is the first part and i totally agree with what they're doing i think that's a really good idea especially Mm. to expand more into the world they're going to need all this time to do that so sure i don't mind that i think like animal crossing for me was definitely the surprise on this list i didn't think it would be nominated for game of the year i think if it's a good game great i just don't think like Personally, I don't know if, <laughs> if you can compare it to everything else that's on that list. Um, Doom Eternal is a great one as well. Like, holy shit, that game is awesome. Uh, it's so f- fast-paced, and so I fast. can't play it. I'm I'm so tense, and I sweat, and I just can't play that game because it's it's too much for me. Yeah. Um, but it is epic, and you just feel amazing playing it. Well, that's the whole point um, of that game is it makes you feel like a god. Like, that's the point. You kind of are. Like, yeah. I mean, you are really, aren't you? So, like, yeah, I, I think that game is, is dope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who do you think is going to take it home? 
Um, of that list, um, I would say best guess, Last of Us 2. Really? I, th- I, think, I don't think The Last is going to win. I don't know why it wouldn't, honestly, because I think it's. I think there's too much um, strong opinions that it's the best game. Like, I don't think The Last of Us 2 is the best okay. game ever made, but I think there's a lot of people who do think it's the best game ever made. Hmm. And I think okay. that's why it'll win. Like, who do you think would beat it? Um, I'm kind of hoping Ghost of Tsushima will. That's true. I would prefer Ghost of Tsushima wins. I, I'm, I'm gunning for Ghost of Tsushima. Like, I haven't yeah. played that game yet. I've seen bits of it. I've been in the room when, like, Adam's playing it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I just think it's so stunning. And I've heard nothing but good reviews about this game. Yeah, like uh, if, the last if... of us part two again just felt. The last of us part two felt like it fell a little short. Mm-hmm. All of the individual components of this game were incredible. You cannot disagree with the sound or the acting, mm-hmm. you know, or the or, or like the character. I guess growth, especially on Abby's side. Mm. But it's just it's more just like. I understand where you're coming from. There's a lot of contention around the last of us part two and a lot of opinions about it. But I just feel like Ghost of Tsushima would have just edged a victory. Well, to the point, you asked me, who do I think is going to win? Yeah. Not who do you want to win? Well, who do oh, you think is going to win? You, you do I really think The Last of Us will win. I want Ghost of Tsushima to win. But I, See, I think just, Last of Us will. I don't think The Last of Us is going to win. Mm. I think Ghost of Tsushima is going to win. I hope they do. Um, I would love it. And that Ghost would definitely won. be the game I would vote for. Yeah. yeah. Like I would I would vote for Ghost of Tsushima. I have been having more fun with Ghost of Tsushima over The Last of Us. So that's would clearly be for me like I've said as soon as I started playing Ghost, it's my top contender for Ghost of the Year or Ghost <laughs> Game of the Year. Ghost of the Year. <laughs> Ghost of the Year edition of Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of the Year goes to Lisa <laughs> Robertson. <laughs> Robinson? Robertson? Are you talking, uh, are you talking about Do- Donna Harris? <laughs> Donna Harris. Shouting yeah, yeah. out Donna Harris. It's a phasmophobia joke from Liam and Todd's Get Good. Please go see that. Oh, theirs was Lisa Robinson. Cat. Okay. Lisa Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ours that's was Donna best. Harris. <laughs> that's the ghost of the year right there. Yeah. The ghost not, Jin, <laughs> not Jin Sakai, but Not Jin Sakai. Lisa Robinson. Yeah. Jin Sakai, close second. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I love yeah. ghosts, and I think it deserves it. As far as being a game all mm-hmm. around having everything that any one person would want out of a game ghosts for sure yeah i would agree i think i think i think ghost should and will win it i'd be I very happy i just of people going for the last of us but I i've just been think disappointed before at most of the game oh, of the really? year awards i'm almost always like how did that what game, game win like how <laughs> what got game of the year last year um is it just trending no, sorry, Sekiro. Sekiro, I, yeah. I was surprised that Sekiro won Game of the Year last year. But it also depends on... IGN gave Game of the Year to Control last year. But the Game Awards gave it to Sekiro. Yeah. I so feel like I, f- I follow Game Awards, though. Hmm. More than I would follow IGN's vote. Although, I mean, game it's still of, valid. The and Game I think Awards is the more really publicized thing. Yeah. But it's also... Not to say not to knock them in any way, but they're the I would say the less official. They've they've kind of only in the last few years like, hey, we're the game awards because nobody else has done it before. Which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> like 100%. which just blows my mind. Like <laughs> the BAFTAs have game awards. Yeah. 
I didn't know this until somebody actually somebody was on a on the flight home from a, from London to LA after being at the BAFTAs for the Game Awards and my mom because they they stored they stored the BAFTA in the the airplane security mm. safe and they were like I, it was a really interesting um this is a really interesting side judgment but anyway this guy who was a game maker i had his card somewhere I, I actually i hadn't heard of the games that he was playing or making and i think he won something at the at the baptist him and his team and he was bringing home the BAFTA. Mm. and he was on the flight home from london to la and my mom was on the flight as well and so was i wow. i was in first class um because my mom was an air hostess and that was one of the perks that i guess i could have had it's very nice of uh, the cabin manager thank you cabin manager for letting me doing that um but i was in like uh first class or something and this um this guy had the you know the bafta in in the fucking air security place that i guess people put <laughs> shit in the safe yeah and my mom came up to me and she was like do you want to go see the bafta like do you want to like like touch the take BAFTA? a look at it <laughs> yeah she's like don't touch a bafta and my response was no because if I ever touch a BAFTA, I want it to be my own BAFTA. Mm. Like, it's such a weird thing. And like, at the time I was, I was, I am still like acting and some of that. And I just felt like I was like, you know what? If I ever win a BAFTA, that's the only time I want to touch BAFTA. I don't want to just be like, oh my God, let me hold your BAFTA. Like, I, I don't want to, such a weird, if somebody doesn't know what we're talking about, it's the <laughs> British Academy Film and Television Awards. Mm. Um, but they have a game awards and, and that's what that person won. So mm. that was I mean, really I can... cool. I can respect that, especially from like a creative personal side of like the mentality behind that of like, I don't want to dishonor somebody else's award in yeah, a sense. It's, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like if there was an Oscar on board and they're yeah. like, Hey, do you want to go touch the Oscar? Like, do you want to hold the Oscar and get a photo like, with it? No. If it was mine, I, <laughs> I want, want mine <laughs> it to be mine. Like I want to hold that and take it home and get it personalized. Like I don't want to touch somebody else's BAFTA and then I also have this weird like it'll just jinx it mm, I gotcha like if I look at, if I actually <laughs> go intentionally open the safe look at the BAFTA or go and touch the BAFTA I don't believe that's going to be bringing me any good luck I, feel like I gotcha like the superstition around it it's bad juju yeah so I'm just like nope I'm good thank you really appreciate the offer thanks mm. so yeah who knows one day I will take you I'll take a picture of my BAFTA yeah um, <laughs> if we're talking about the uh, Game Awards, Hades was originally announced at the Game Awards in 2018. And it was oh. first announced uh, alongside the release of the Epic Game Store. It was an Epic okay. Game Store exclusive. And it was in early access up until this past September, I believe, was when it officially launched and released. Oh. And so it's made a big stake in a very short period of time. Obviously, you've been able to play the game, but all everything else before that was early access, and early access oh. games are usually still kind of like have bugs, need tweaks, things are changing and improving. So the game that we play today isn't necessarily the same game that the was same. being played two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, good Fun luck to the Game Awards. <laughs> I think that's pretty great. Yeah. Also, shout out to Alana Pierce for making like content creator of the year. At oh, yeah. Nominees. Where was she nominated from? Or just uh, the the content like content creator of the year. Mm, okay, gotcha, so gotcha. I think oh there there were some people else on there. I, I can't remember who though. There's like Valkyrie and so many others. 
Um, content creator of the year. Here we go. Which I think was dope. Like, I mean, ugh, whatever. Was it for big her hearts. YouTube Nothing channel, but big like, hearts. specifically? Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Um, so. <laughs> Your lady uh, crush on uh, Alana Pierce. Listen, if and if somebody <laughs> doesn't have a lady crush on Alana Pierce, are, are you doing it right? Like, because you're not doing it right. Um, yeah, Alana Pierce, content creator of the year. For a streamer or content creator who has made an important and positive impact on the community in 2020. Fuck yes, Alana. Um, but yeah, so there is uh, Alana Pierce, J.N. Lopez, Nick Marks, Tim the Tapman, and Valkyrie, or Valkyrie. Um, which is fucking dope. I definitely watch Alana and Valkyrie's channel. I haven't. I actually haven't watched any of the others, but I'm super interested to see what their um, content creation is like. So I'm going to be watching them on YouTube now. But mm-hmm. yeah, shout out. Nice for someone who will never <laughs> actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, but still, maybe. But still, I just think it's cool, and I think like it's a really big achievement. I'm well. To be maybe that's something we can shoot for this, so. in the future is trying to get someone yeah. like Alana to come guest and talk with us one day. Don't You're just like. I can only imagine. Time, just like... I can only imagine your expression if we ever did that, or like when you found out that Drew listened to our show, you would totally turn into. Um, I'm not I, cool. I mean, have you ever watched Community? No. Uh, I'm not gonna really do this reference, but anyone who's watched Community will know what I'm talking about. Where um, one of the characters in the show wanted to meet the guy who played Reading Rainbow, and like he just froze and went real dumb when he showed up that's what you would you would just yeah we have all <laughs> spoken about this about like me meeting troy me meeting nolan i'm just like and then when i finish meeting them i have to turn to adam and be like what did they say because <laughs> uh... i blacked out um yeah i would i would be like i'm not cool i don't speaking <laughs> of cool, cool let's let's segue this because i actually don't know how drew keeps his cool meeting everybody on the show mm, that like... are like so influential to like big parts of like the game industry or the animation industry and i'm like how do you keep your cool like how do you just like you're just chill he definitely is a big fan and he's a massive nerd yeah. so like he gets to meet some pretty amazing people and i know he's a massive fan of like alan tudyk and nathan fillion and this week's guest that they had on rob yeah. paulson he even said in the live chat, like, oh, my God, Rob Paulson knows my name. Like, he sounded like a giddy little schoolgirl. <laughs> it's so cute. And I feel like, I mean, who wouldn't be like that? I mean, honestly, even just Nolan North playing Uncharted and you're sitting in the same room. Does that not just blow your mind, Drew? Does that not just blow your mind? <laughs> Drew. <laughs> when he goes, ah, oh, crap. Like, ah. Oh. I'm just not cool. This is why I have to be in Ireland. <laughs> I don't work with them on set because I'm so uncool. That's the reason why you're in Ireland. That's, yeah, that is the reason. Not COVID, not the fact that I live here. It's just all because I'm, I'm very yeah, uncool. I'm sure they tried a trial run where you actually worked on set, but you just weren't cool. So they're like, no, nope, you got to go. <laughs> I was just not cool enough. Just in case I, uh... anyone's wondering about <laughs> the cer- yeah, particulars yeah, of your internship. Why... Yeah, the particulars of my internship, I live and work in Ireland because I'm too uncool to be on the show. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. And Rob Paulson especially is like just the biggest voice. Like him and Jess Harnell are just the biggest voices of childhood. Mm. Yeah. Like I just don't – I cannot fathom. It's stunning to look at either of those men's like 
IMBD list. IMDb? And you're just like, every freaking name <laughs> on this list is a cartoon character I used to listen to or watch when I was a kid. And it's yeah. just mind-boggling. Yeah. Like, um, Ninja think... Turtles, for me, is just like... Really? That was one of my favorite shows as a kid. I never knew <laughs> that he was the voice of Raph. So, Animaniacs was my version of that. Because I didn't really watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It wasn't really my jam. Mm. Um, but I watched a lot of like Comedy Central and um, uh, what's it called? The Car- Cartoon Network yeah. and Animation or Animaniacs were, was always on. And yeah. I just love that show. Yeah, I watched a lot of Animaniacs too as a kid and growing up. Like that also was another one of those shows that I just obsessively watched. The, a lot of those. Uh, wb cartoons that had like steven spielberg attached yeah. to them and like yeah. animaniacs was unique in that because it steven spielberg produced it and it mm-hmm. constantly made fun of his own material yeah i loved that and it was such a I'm, great <laughs> i'm sure steven spielberg has a really good sense of humor yeah like you, you can't you cannot like animaniacs and not have a good sense of humor mm-hmm. i mean even the announcement trailer for the new animaniacs has steven spielberg in it while poking fun at jurassic park (laughs) and it's like he's got to be a good he's got to have a good you know spirit or like mindset to have that like ability to make fun of himself (laughs) in the content that he creates yeah i just think he's um he's a he's a special guy he's super talented and to invest in something like animaniacs which are such a zany literally zany zany <laughs> concept for a cartoon that was mm. self-aware and like just poked fun at the industry and made a lot of adult jokes mm-hmm. in their cartoons and just it's beautiful yeah beautiful and, and it translates so well now and like you said it is being re- rebooted on hulu mm-hmm. um so if anybody hasn't seen the animaniacs you have now got a chance because <laughs> they are coming up with all new episodes now in 2020 so that's fucking dope Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I couldn't get enough of these guys. And when I saw Rob was going to be on the show and Animaniacs, I was like super excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, just to kind of like go into it, if you're watching this and you watch the episode of Retro Replay and you don't happen to know who Rob Paulson is, if the show didn't give you enough context, here's a little background on Rob Paulson. He is a voice actor, and he's done many, many roles over, you know, film, television shows, video games. He's most well-known for his roles as Raphael and Donatello in the original Ninja Turtles TV series. And he did Yakko um, in Animaniacs. Like, that's what Pagan was saying. That's where she knows him most from. He also did the voice of Dr. Scratch and Sniff, as well as Pinky. Like, everybody knows Pinky. Everybody knows the voice of Pinky. And, of course, Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron. I personally didn't watch that show, but I know that character and I know that voice. Yeah. Without ever watching that show or the movie as well that came out for them. Did you watch Jimmy Neutron? I did. I did watch Jimmy Neutron. I didn't watch it, like, obsessively or anything, mm. but I, I did watch that show. Um, and I loved Carl Weezer. He's so funny. He's such a cute kid. Mm. Um, yeah. It, it's just great. That is really good. I yeah, this guy's just fucking touched anything that has been remotely successful yeah. <laughs> ever. It's just his voice has been on everything. Um Pinky and the Brain was just was probably one of the funniest sketches on on that and that obviously was with Maurice Lamarche. 
Mm-hmm. Or Mola Marsh. Um, that's pr- probably one of the most famous cartoon characters of all time, Pinky in the Brain. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I used you to know? quote Pinky in the Brain constantly in high school. Yeah. And just the yeah. naff, you know, like that no. ridiculous voice of Pinky's and the stupidity. Yeah. Uh, I didn't I didn't <laughs> know this, but apparently Rob Paulson modeled Pinky off of Frank Spencer from a, a TV show or a sitcom on BBC called um, Some Mothers Do Have Them. Mm-hmm. If you ever seen that show, like you would totally get that reference. Like that just clicked mm-hmm. for you right now. Um, <laughs> what a fucking show. I can't even... <laughs> Can't stress the amazingness of Frank Spencer and uh, the comedy and shit. I, I can't. I, I, I haven't can't. seen he was also, that, um, but I do need to go and check it out so I can see what you're talking about. It's uh, so so. Frank Spencer is a character in Some Others Do Have Him, and it's just such slapstick British comedy, and it's mm. it's gold. It's played by Michael Crawford, and um, who is such an incredible talent. It definitely kind of brings me to like a Charlie Chaplin esque skill mm. of talent uh, on that show, because really a lot of stuff gets fucked up, and it's hilarious. Um, and he's like Michael Crawford as well was just an amazing talent. He was also, I think, the original Broadway in England for the Phantom of the Opera. He played the Phantom. Oh. Um, so yeah, so an amazing operatic singer, singer as well. But mm. what a great show! Anyway, uh, that's who Pinky was modeled off of, and I totally got that. When somebody it's like when I looked that up and I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this makes a lot of sense. This mm. this whole Pinky thing makes a lot of sense." Then, and that um, was a staple in a lot of '90s cartoons. Is they always had characters that were caricatures of real life people or actors, yeah. and like Animaniacs and um, Tiny Toons both had a lot of that because uh, tiny tunes was also kind of like a steven spielberg-esque like parody cartoon and they always had like guest actors like there'd be like a jack nicholson yes and it was always like somebody impersonating jack nicholson or you had somebody impersonating that. a celebrity of some kind in some of the episodes that they were like guests appearing and it was usually like is that actually the actor or is it just somebody who See, does a I- really good impersonation <laughs> I feel like it, like Tiny Toons was almost like the uh, the PG South Park. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Tiny Toons would book a lot of fun at like modern age stuff and and people and like actors and stuff in the industry. That was just very like obviously PG, and they never were the actors. It was just really bad impressions, mm-hmm. um, which was always funny. Uh, in relation to the game they played on this week's show on Retro Replay, I've actually never played this game. The game that I grew up with was the PC Animaniacs. I think it was called the Game Pack. Okay. Yep. Um, so good. Like <laughs> even the the game itself. If you load that up now, I don't I don't know if it'll still work. But if you load that up now, they have uh they created their own theme song. Like the theme song of Animaniacs has been tailored to the game that makes them incredibly self aware. Um, and then and the beginning of it, they're like, "What's this?" And they're like, "Oh, it's a it's a mouse cursor." Huh. Mm, I guess we're in a video game, doing and it's that like fourth it's wall interesting. Breaking. Completely. Yeah. The whole thing is fourth wall broken. So, yeah, that... Ugh, I cannot <laughs> even tell you how nostalgic that was for me when I was like, oh my god, Animaniacs games. And I was like, what game did I play? Googled it, saw that the whole thing's on YouTube, and I was like, brilliant, I'm going to watch that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the game I played. I've never actually played this version, which was on the Sega Mega Drive in 1994. Mm-hmm. I myself play? have not played any of the Animaniacs games. And I only oh, just okay. saw in my own search about the pc version and like the game pack that you're speaking of 
and that the Animaniacs game that they played on the show this week was the Genesis version or uh, Mega Drive Mega Drive in the UK. Yeah. Um, and there was two versions of this game. And if I had played it as a kid, I would have played the Super Nintendo version because that's what I had as a kid was Super Nintendo. They're they're different too. Yeah, they're two, they're different games developed by the they're same two different games studio. The same. Um, mm-hmm. And they have slightly different play styles. They have similar storylines where they're basically trying to stop Pinky yeah. and the Brain from taking over the world. But they have slightly different narratives and slightly different gameplay, which is interesting that they yeah. would be different on the two different consoles. That's like, what if Assassin's Creed came out now and was different on the PlayStation 5 than it was from Xbox or the PS4 from Xbox One? Like, how weird would that be? <laughs> I mean, honestly, a really good marketing technique. Because <laughs> people like you and me who have both consoles would be like, well, I guess I got to get both. I mean, I guess you could make a comparison that sometimes one console will get exclusive content or DLC that the other doesn't. So I I guess that would be similar. That's true, actually. Yeah. In one way or the other. Um, um, yeah. I had the note on here, though, that uh, this game did look and feel very similar to the Tiny Toons game that came out a few years earlier um, called uh, oh. Tiny Toon Adventures Buster Bust Loose. It was made by the exact same studio about three years prior. Mm-hmm. And I played that game. I had that game for Super Nintendo. And I played the bejesus out of that game. <laughs> like, I can't even count how many times I've beaten it. Uh, and it's it's similar I... to Animaniacs, where it was very self-aware. I've never played that game. Mm. Um, yeah, interesting. I, yeah, I've never played that game. I also didn't play this one, though. And I don't know when the game pack came out. Do we know? Was it 96? 97. Okay. Came out in 97. Um, so that's the one that I remember playing. Oh, I'm going to go download this game. Sorry, I just Google it. And I'm like, please be still available somewhere. Is it available? I need to play this again. I don't know. It's uh, it's on Amazon.com, but I don't know if, if I can even put that Would in. Would it be like a floppy disk? <laughs> Jesus, I don't even know. Um, it's Oh, that listing was removed on Amazon. Probably. Fuck, that was such a good game, though. Oh, my God. If I can download that somewhere... If somebody knows where I can get this game, Animaniacs Game Pack from 1997, it was a PC game, please, please put that in the comments below because I want to download that and I will stream it. <laughs> like, I don't care. It's such a good game. There's a few and other Animaniacs games, it has all Animaniacs the audio from the guys too. as well. Game Spot. Yeah, there's been oh, loads man. over the years. Yeah. I think I think the ones that they used, obviously, I think were, I think almost the original were the first ones that came out. The Animaniacs, the first ones from 1994 and the uh, Nintendo Mm. or um sega but uh the ones that i had the the one that i played in 97 had actually um had the voices of everybody who was playing animaniacs anyway Mm. yeah because the uh uh, old so at least you kind of had that yeah they definitely didn't have the original voices voices. no well (laughs) that was like when they played the lion king game way back you know last year or whatever it was i grew up playing the super nintendo version of that game which had voiceover they played the Genesis version of the game yes, that didn't have voiceover in it. And it was really confusing for yes. me. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. I actually where, remember that. Where's the voiceover? Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good game. Good childhood experience, to be honest, with Animaniacs. I think like it's a really cool thing that they're bringing back. I can't believe that it's coming back. It's crazy. But it is so relevant in today's age. Like It's such a yeah. good... Because they're so tongue-in-cheek, it works so, so well. 
It's such so great satire. I think it's perfect for this day and age to have good satire that it's probably going to be a little bit yeah, more PG so that they can kind of get away with some stuff. Um, but I think I think we need good satire right now, and I'm, I look forward to that. I'll have to... Yeah, I think there's nothing that comes out of turmoil that's positive except for comedy and good music. Yeah. Do you ever so... notice, like... A, like... <laughs> As soon as something shit happens in the world, the metal music that comes out like the following year or the, the same year, just like chef's kiss, like it's so good. Because it's <laughs> something all... shit can happen, and then like a metal song's written about it, and you're like, yes, <laughs> so good. Um, as yeah. long as we don't hit that like oh, too soon kind of thing, you know. Like once we can start yeah, talking about no, something no. and I... understand it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not. Um, like I think yeah, fun. just. I think I was more like referencing like political circumstances, like um, you know Corey Taylor's music or something like that, which mm. always comments some way on the on the political circumstances of the USA, which is yeah. interesting. Um, and I just think it gives rise to good music. There's a lot of like pent up anger and stuff like that there. So yeah, yeah. people are gonna be writing all sorts of things about that. And it seems yeah. from the episode, it looks like they're writing a new version of the countries of the world song. Yeah, so cool. Okay, so I I saw this recently on um, Kids React. Mm. Kids React on YouTube. Um, they were reacting to uh, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot on the Animaniacs, and um, they were listening to the country song for the first time. Um, fact, I don't know if that was mentioned in the show. Actually, I can't remember. Um, but the the fact was, um, Rob Paulson did that whole song in one take. Yeah, that was mentioned in the episode like, of Retro Replay. That wow, he did it on one take. Just his first take, take and that was the one that was in yep. the episode and it's just crazy yeah. it's amazing <laughs> and then in the kids react video he describes and the same as he did yesterday in the in the show is that they they've written in new countries that have been established since that episode came out mm-hmm. and uh, and then obviously saying on the show and i'm like oh my god this is dope um, yeah. So I would imagine in the 2020 release that's now available today as we're recording this on the 20th mm-hmm. of November, um, I would imagine that that song is in there somewhere with amended countries yeah. now. I'm going to have to go check that go. out. I, I'm really excited to check out the new <laughs> Animaniacs now. And because, especially because it's going to have the whole original cast, you know, between Rob, yes. uh, jo- Jess Harnell, and I'm blanking mm-hmm. on Dot. <laughs> Tress. Tress McNeil. Yes. That's it. Tress McNeil. Yeah, Tress McNeil. You, yeah, you say Tress, right? That's how you pronounce it. I believe it. so. Yeah. <laughs> Google those facts. We're just going facts. mental here. Tress McNeil. Yeah, Tress yeah. McNeil. I don't know why. Uh, sorry, there's a like I thought it was either Triss or Tress, and I thought Tris sounds weird. Tress, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, there's some, and like Nolan mentioned in the chat, like there's some big names attached to the show. Yeah. Um. Like Frank Welker and everything that like that was in the originals, 1990s. Let's find out. Shall we? Yeah, so you have all your original cast. Rob Paulson, Tress McNeil, Jess Harnell, uh, Maurice LaMarche. And then, who else did he say? We have Frank Welker as Ralph, which was amazing. I actually didn't know that that was him. I didn't know that Frank Welker, Welker did, uh, did Ralph. But that's dope. Yeah, just big, big, massive king mm. and queens of the animation or the voice of a world. All in one show. Well, all we need now is Nolan to guest star. <laughs> like, if you can get someone Nolan get Nolan a slot there, like... on the Animaniac show. Hmm. Yes. It would be so amazing, wouldn't it? True. 
get uh, Rob on the phone. <laughs> now, he knows your yeah, name now. Yeah. You can call him. Yeah, you're in there, right? Your best friends. That's or how it that works, right? Or, or what was it? Um, Nolan mentioned his son asking him that, about knowing the guy who does the voice of Carl and being like, "Hey, can you just yeah. have him do something?" And it was like, "No, <laughs> like you. That's what cameos for." <laughs> dance monkey dance. Yeah. True. Yeah. Ask <laughs> Nolan to ask Rob if Nolan can be on an episode of Animaniacs, and just hit up Steven Spielberg. Nolan should just be on anything. Yeah, yeah he'll, he's cool. He's cool. I knew somebody who worked on. Um, ooh, I can't remember what Steven Spielberg movie it was. I think it could have been War Horse. I think so. Something anyway. <laughs> who they worked on that, and uh, as a Christmas present. Uh, Steven Spielberg sent a an iPad, the newest iPad, out to cast and crew. Oh. There you go. That is the kind of man Steven Spielberg is. Everybody <laughs> Just sent a he new gives iPad. you brand new iPads at Christmas. <laughs> so he sent one iPad for the entire crew? No, to everybody. Like, okay. he sent you a new iPad, sent that person a new iPad. So, like, just sent an, a, a new iPad. So he got it in the mail because he was I was just making a joke because it sounded like you said like, he sent an iPad like, to the cast and crew. An iPad to the yeah. cast and crew. Yeah, That's yeah, what sorry. it sounded just like. One. <laughs> just one. Yeah, they can all take turns. You have to share. Um, they're animals. <laughs> it's just animals. <laughs> I say this is a joke. I've been crew. I am crew. Stop. <laughs> Before the haters come at me in the comments, be like, caster and crew are equal. I know. I was just making a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, gotta, you, you gotta love Animaniacs. You gotta love Animaniacs. I think that was a really good episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's looking at the show notes from, from yesterday. That was a good episode. Um, what about those fun facts? Was that you that uh, talked about the dolphin story? <laughs> yes. And the penis story? <laughs> I didn't know they would use that. Nolan talked about I the penis. I did not know they would use that. Nolan talked about the penis enough. Yeah. Do we need to talk about the penis? <laughs> We don't need to talk about the penis, but yeah, so essentially, like, I would find some stuff out there on the internet that I think is remotely funny or usable and put it in. But, like, I put in a lot of stuff. Mm. They can just pick whatever they want or whatever feels funniest. I did not know they would go with that. Yeah, latch onto that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know they would do that. Um, yes, yeah, so that was really funny. What When I was reading that story, what, what really fascinated me was, like, that guy is trying to claim disability. Like as a as a payment, like a service, because like you can't work, you can't eat, you can't whatever. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. Kind of reminds me of um the guy in the boys. Mm. <laughs> Did you ever see that show? Yeah, we talked about no. the boys last week. Uh, the guy in the yeah. There's a there's a thing where like something happens and they break into this. I don't know, essentially like hospital or prison or something like that. And this guy's like speciality or like his special powers is that he is an overly elongated penis that could like i guess strangle you and reach out like an extra limb and stuff that's exactly what that reminded me of so that's why i put that in there and then they used it and i was very shocked i haven't gotten to that part of the boys <laughs> yet apparently <laughs> oh have you not no it's okay you'll no. you'll you'll see it you'll that know sounds like something it's actually been a very big meme <laughs> it's been a big meme so it's not like it's not super spoilery or anything you'll see I got but, you. um yeah, that was whew, that was funny. <laughs> I did not expect to tease that. I was in tears yesterday watching this. 
Mm. Uh, right after the Manscaped segment as well. Of course, like, of course. Unless that must have been the thing. Like, we're talking about timing. Manscaped, so now we have to talk about this guy claiming to have the largest <laughs> penis. Which is weird because... I feel like I would have... <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say... like at one, I would have been like... Let's talk about penis okay. and then segue with Manscaped. Yeah, that's how I would have done it. Mm-hmm. I had thrown in the live chat, too. I was like, um, you're talking about this guy claiming to have the largest penis in the world, talking about the length (laughs) and the girth and the weight. And, like, they said it was two pounds. (laughs) And I had put in the live chat. I was like, didn't Nolan at one point claim to have a four-pound penis? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Um, (laughs) Nolan's that guy. Mexico. Yeah, right. sure, Nolan. <laughs> we know who it is for real. <laughs> we know who it is for real, yeah. It's just Nolan North. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that was a funny story, honestly. I was fucking in bits over that. And it was the same with, like, um, with Get Good when they did their Manscaped sponsor. I was hosting their show live this, mm. this week. Um, and I was producing their show live. And they came out with their Manscaped sponsorship stories. And I was just in bits cracking up. I had to mute my mic. I was crying. Uh, and really? occasionally Todd would be like, sorry, Pagan. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, you know, Pagan didn't expect this today. Come on, thing. He's like, you could get some too. Like, even if you don't have balls, you might know someone who has one. And I'm like, that's hilarious. Oh, God. If anything sold Manscaped to me, that was it. That <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you may not have uh, balls. Yeah, you may not have balls, but you might know someone who has one. And I'm like, okay. So they were doing <laughs> Thank you. cold read Manscapes. Uh, yeah, ads. they just cold read yeah inverted commas they ad-libbed <laughs> so much they just they, you know what they did an amazing shout out uh and shout out to Liam and Todd for doing it like they were it was really really good and very funny um but it wasn't scripted like it was all just them mm. going off cuff and I thought it was hilarious so kudos boys that was very funny I was yeah. not expecting that uh, I knew that they would have a sponsor segment and I knew that it would be manscaped but I didn't know quite how they were going to approach it and that broke me it's crying <laughs> i actually missed the live stream of that as usual but i was watching like the produce part where they're playing call of duty and at one point i started hearing you talking and i was like Megan? <laughs> <laughs> i was very confused and then i'm like oh okay i know what's happening now she's she's yeah. being drew <laughs> I was Drew for that episode. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. I've done it twice now. It was very, very fun. I absolutely love it with the guys. They're, they're so much fun. Um, yeah, I got a lot of that. <laughs> I got a lot of that in the live chat. Like, who's the Irish chick? Or who's, where's Drew? Drew sounds different. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of those. And I was like, yeah, Drew, MIA today. Like, it's me. I um, like how yeah, they had their little, funny. like, Tim Tams break at one point too where they're like oh i got tim tams oh i got tim tams too it's, how did like, they do that they didn't mowing. they didn't coordinate that they just had tim tams <laughs> is it uh, just me or are they so delicious they seem to be always eating every time i'm watching that too it's a three hour stream you know they yeah, know. are hungry people <laughs> i tend to do that too sometimes like if i'm doing a long stream like i gotta have a snack or something <laughs> i have to snack if i watch them or producing them because I have to stay awake and like their content is thrilling. But then when I'm staying awake, my stomach starts grumbling. So I need to have snacks. Got to get them Tim Tams. Yeah. It's, it's, it's appalling. Cause anytime you're watching them, they're talking about food and I'm like, oh man, I'm so hungry. So now I've learned 
have pre-readied snacks, like all just all ready to go and then just mute the mic or be in the chat and I'm just typing in and I'm glad I know what Tim Tams are beforehand because it was last year with Grace we talked about Tim Tams. Yes, yes, yes. And I actually went out and found Tim Tams at a grocery store and tried them. You can get Tim Tams? Yes. I had Tim Tams in New York. I'm shocked. Oh my god, I'm shocked. We we do not get Tim Tams here. We get something Um, else. We have something called penguin bars, which are similar style. So mm. there's like the two biscuits with a layer of chocolate in the middle and then yeah. they're coated in chocolate. Um, this chocolate filling, I guess, in the middle. So they're very similar. They're just not the same. Mm. And they just don't have the same structural integrity as a Tim Tam. Because if you suck tea or coffee through them, they just like and instantaneously I tr- just I tried that relax. too because you said, I think you and yeah. Grace were like, you have to try to like drink them through them like use them like a straw yes. i'm like yes how it's a cookie <laughs> how do you drink through a cookie i i've recently learned that the, it, it's called the tim tam slam mm. i forgot about this so it's called tim tam slam and i think originally it was you bite off opposite corners and suck milk through it mm. but um i think todd was like no no no, you gotta try hot coffee i've never tried hot coffee but i have always tried it with tea I think uh, I did I it, with it with tea. English coffee. breakfast tea, everybody, not just cold tea in America. Like tea tea. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, not iced tea. <laughs> not tea tea. We call it iced tea. Just tea. tea. <laughs> just breakfast tea. Not boobs. <laughs> Dan's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is broke. Because huh? I said, it's not, I was like tea tea. Like tea like, tea. T- t- yeah, tea tea. Not. <laughs> Okay. I made that joke in my head, and I thought somebody else out there has probably done it, so I might as well just uh, hit that on the head. You can clip it out if just, you don't think it's necessary. <laughs> nail it home. Just fuck it. Yeah, just set it. Whatever. Boobs are great anyway. Who Maybe that was my mistake. Boobs? Is it, Is the method is you bite the corners of the Tim Tam? You have to bite. No, so you have to bite the opposite corners of the Tim Tam. So it looks like a rectangle. So you bite, right. bite the opposite corners and then suck tea through suck tea. Tim Tam. Yeah. So maybe my mistake was I bit the ends of the Tim Tam, like the whole end of it. Ah, uh, yeah. Like no, I that bit off the entire end, and it was like. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't no, no, no. a straw. Just the corners, because that'll create enough <laughs> suction. If you know what I mean, like you'd only have small amount of space to actually suck air through, so you'd pull more of the tea into it. I guess. Very scientific process. This whole <laughs> Tim Tam slam thing. But it is beautiful, and I highly recommend trying it if you do so have I, one. So I, I just fucked it up because I went American at it and just went, hum. <laughs> it's an American at it. No, going American at it is like biting half of it and then putting the tea in your mouth. That would just ruin it. Don't well, do that. Suck the tea through it. It's the same process, but it's different. The way I'm used same to doing goal. it is more like taking an Oreo and a glass of milk, and you dip it in as far as you can possibly go without getting the milk on your yeah. fingers. So that you're holding on to like the very tippy tip of the Oreo and you pull it out very carefully and eat it. Because if you leave it in for a little too long, the whole Oreo breaks down and just falls in and you just got that little bit of cookie left in your hand. That's okay. You have Oreo flavored milk then. (laughs) I don't see how that's a a loss. It's not a loss. (laughs) (laughs) Not a Um, loss. No, I think um, I didn't know that you could get different versions of them until my mom went to australia and she brought loads of them back for me she sent mm. loads back um so there's just amazing there's white chocolate ones there's caramel ones it's dark chocolate it's just tim tams are great and i would like to try shapes yeah they I've both never also had shapes like yeah they were mountain i think todd every time is like oh damn. 
<laughs> in between like yeah, every time he re- like he dies and had to like respawn in black ops shape <laughs> i don't know how arnett's who make shapes and who make Tim Tams have not sponsored them yet. Like, wake up your marketing team, Arnett. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm going to start, I'm going to start tagging them and shit. I'm just being like, Arnett's wake up. (laughs) These guys are giving you free publicity. Like sponsor them by sending them stuff. How many Um, Aussie viewers does retro or uh, get good get? I don't know. I don't know that percentage. I don't. I, I have no idea. But I would presume quite a bit. Like I do see a lot of Australians in chat because the time zone suits. So I think it's like yeah. uh, twelve o'clock on a Sunday. I was say because if they get a very large Aussie audience, obviously that's the ones they would market the shapes and Tim Tams too predominantly. Yeah. yeah. Considering yeah. we don't have shapes over here that I know of, we probably have we something don't have shapes like here that. either. <laughs> no. I and I feel like now, anytime I do want to have like snacks for their show, it has to be somewhat barbecue flavored because mm. Todd is always eating barbecue flavored shapes. And I feel like I'm missing out. So mm. I need to have something barbecue flavored. I couldn't find anything barbecue flavored this week for the life of me. No. Everything barbecue was sold out. So I had to get something cheese related. Mm. Sorry to let you down, Todd. Sorry. My go-to <laughs> yeah, snack is a gold is goldfish. They're they're cheese crackers, right? Pretty much, yeah. They're just baked yeah, cheese think, crackers. We don't have. I don't think we have goldfish. We have we have something similar though. They're they're in the shape of fish, and they're just they're just cheese crackers. Though I think they're yeah. just called that in in this in the store here. Fish crackers. They're not. They're not yeah, they're just cheese crackers. I'm sure they're tasty as fuck. I've not actually tasted them though. I love goldfish. I can just like. How did we do ah. this every time we're on the podcast? We, oh, we always end up talking about food. <laughs> we always end up talking about food. You start making me me hungry. Well, I can blame Todd this time. Well, you know, blame Todd for everything. <laughs> Listen, he's fine. <laughs> I will say, Don't um, actually, he's he Todd is really good at Call of Duty. Really good that, at Call that, of Duty. Like I was watching him, and for a moment, I'm like, is he actually? fighting real people right now because he was just downing everybody and like he did not die too often he mm-hmm. was getting streak after streak and i was like damn like todd's kind of killing it right now in this very impressed it's really interesting to see their strengths as well like i mean in fortnite and call of duty it seems like todd has maybe just more experience about it and i yeah. think like as liam gets there like liam's getting way good at call of duty as well like i was watching their stream today and they were both first and second mm. in in the whole battle royale so I was like oh amazing um but yeah it's, it's really interesting to see kind of like their the different levels of like when you know they introduced todd to fall guys for the first time yeah or um ultimate chicken horse todd playing phasmophobia <laughs> what 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 is happening where what is going on liam's internal panic and just like visual like upset that todd is being loud and just like (laughs) ah i just thought that was so funny it's Um, one of those great things about that game too is the fact that it is like mic on the audio is listening yeah. The ghosts hear you in the game, so you actually have to be quiet. It makes it a unique experience, especially for streaming it, too. And, like, I've played with people playing that game that don't understand that concept. Like, you need to shut up. We are like, going to die. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's my problem, though, if I am playing that game, because I just panic, and mm-hmm. I can't shut up if I'm panicking. I have had the unique experience where, because I play that game with Brandy, and we play in the same room together... If 
I am hiding from the ghost, she will be on the other side of the room yelling or saying like, oh no, watch out, they're being hunted. And I'm like looking over the computer screen like, shut up. <laughs> You're the Liam like, in that situation. Like, like my <laughs> mic can hear you. <laughs> like, shh. Oh, man. It's gonna yeah, hear you. Yeah, good game. It's similar to um, Alien Isolation, right? Alien Isolation hears you through the mic. Um, if it did, I don't remember that because I haven't. Uh, I played that game ages ago, and I don't think I ever had a mic connected when I played it. Pretty sure, because I've been in rooms when people are playing this. I don't play that game; it's a horror. Let's let's all be real. Um, I was in rooms with people playing this game, and then I would be talking, and then the alien would be like alerted, Earth coming, and they have to mm. hide into like a a cabin a cabinet or something whatever you yeah. call those things you know like a locker and they have to hide in a locker and then they were either covering their mic or just being like because uh, it hears you hmm. i'll have to um, revisit that because i don't remember that i'm gonna fact check this now though just so i can <laughs> do it right now <laughs> yeah i mean you uh, could be so right i just i don't think i ever played that game with a mic so if the mic yeah, wasn't connected um... Alien isolation noise detection. Yep. Mm. They don't know if the PC has it, but it's definitely on Xbox and PS4. Okay. Interesting. The noise detection in games is incredibly interesting. I I really like that aspect, though. And I I think um, the PlayStation 5, now that it's been launched and everything, that's going to have this kind of stuff, right? Where you blow on the mic and you can Mm -hmm. uh, do stuff like that. And obviously, it's not like, like... feeling the wind from your breath it's just like hearing <laughs> the, the noise in the mic yeah well that's interesting. interesting i love that kind of stuff i love that kind of like external factors that are helping implement your game on that notion the playstation vita had that functionality right yes where yes, um yes. there was a microphone built into it and certain games would utilize you blowing on the mic to do certain actions in the game and now the playstation 5's dual sense controller has a built-in mic on the controller that allows you to do certain things like that for gameplay. And I have been also experienced in Astrobot uh, okay. or Astro's Playroom is what it is on the PlayStation 5. There's certain parts in the game where it'll give you like a windmill and you'll have to blow into the microphone on the controller to make the windmill spin. So cool. we'll see if other games will play off of that. I mean, like the Uncharted on Vita used it for like blowing dust off of things. Mm-hmm. So we could see where that comes into play. The other thing, though, with that mic is it's always on. Yeah. Um, and that's weird. So if you get into, like, an online game, like, it's just right. if you're in open chat, that mic is just on. So people can hear you. Can you just turn it off? There is a mute button on the controller. Oh, okay. But, well, if, you, right. but if you don't think to turn it off, you'll, you could forget easily. It's just on. I have never played a game online that you have, like, chat with people that are not, like, on your friends list. Right. I've never done that. I, I saw, actually, recently Todd was doing this on stream when he's playing Overwatch mm-hmm. and could hear other people on stream. And I was like, how the fuck did you do that? Like, I don't I don't even know how you access that. Yeah. A lot but, of yeah. PvP games, like online shooters, have open game chat. So mm-hmm. if if you have a microphone hooked up, people can hear you that's the whole point is it's supposed to be like team chat so you're able to talk to your teammates and coordinate and work yeah. together so that's the weird thing with the playstation 5 having a built-in microphone is if you're not used to that if you're not the one to have a mic on yeah you have to make sure you mute that thing 
or else people can hear you. I'm just going to keep it muted because I, I mean, I don't play many of those games anyway, to be fair. Yeah. Um, the horror stories I've seen online <laughs> with like women playing those games and they just get shot on by like, yeah, games. it's not, like, it's not good. Yeah. So I only play like, like proximity chat or whatever with friends or, uh, you know, in-game play yeah. chat with like actually like, what do, what do they call it? Party. PlayStation party. Party chat. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I mean, me specifically, I'm more inclined to play with a headset regardless Mm-hmm. Um, but this is still kind of cool for people who might not have a headset, so it's kind of like true, helps. yeah, true. Because like you think about the PS4 when that first came out, it came with that little one cord, one earpiece. That was the headset. That. that was the microphone, <laughs> yeah. and that thing was garbage. <laughs> so so bad, so bad. I still have that. Yeah. So I think Terrible. this is this is kind of like a cool, better version of that. But hmm. you just, I kind of wish it didn't. There might be a setting you can change in the PlayStation that defaults it to mute. <laughs> yeah. But there's a little button on the controller now that you can press to mute the mic. For those of you on the f- waiting to get your PlayStation 5 when you can get one, which I hear they might be coming back into stock for Christmas. Nice. So that hopefully nice. everybody can start getting am... their PS5s. I should get my PS5 tomorrow. Oh, nice. Our PS5 tomorrow um so yes maybe next week we can have a chat about it and like actually talk about ps5 mechanics and stuff i'm very very excited the one thing about uh ps5 that i am excited about other than everything is um the like the resistance control on the Mm. triggers i really am interested to see that especially in games where you utilize a bow like larcroft or Mm -hmm. you know like tomb raider or horizon or anything i'm really interested in that kind of stuff definitely play astro happy to see that yes and i we're gonna yeah we'll, we'll, we'll be playing that Probably tomorrow night when I have time yeah. off work. Because Astro it. right away utilizes those triggers and makes you feel how they work. And it's actually quite impressive. I was really surprised at how detailed the resistance is in those controllers. Um, and you do actually have moments in that game where like Astro gets a bow and arrow and you can shoot the bow. Cute. So you'll get to feel yeah. that. Um Astros right now is the main game that utilizes the resistance and all the functionality of the dual. I think it's controllers. the poster, right? It's supposed to be it's like built a, for it, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's built around everything that makes yeah. the PlayStation Five great, so, so that you if, can really utilize it. Yeah. If you get cool. it, your PS Five and you can crack into that bad boy, I'd happy to go in more in depth and ask you like, how'd you like yeah. Astros? Like, do yourself a favor, spend a few hours with that game. It's not long. Okay. Uh, you can beat it pretty quickly. Uh, especially if you're not worried about 100%ing everything. Um, but it's worth it. I actually think it's a surprisingly good experience. And if yeah. nothing else, Astro has me more excited for Ratchet and Clank than anything. Nice. Okay, cool. Because I feel like it's a, it kind of sets the groundwork of what Ratchet and Clank will be when that game comes out. And if Ratchet and Clank utilizes the DualSense controller like Astro's does, it's going to be phenomenal. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm happy to talk about that next week. Yeah. One downside, though. Oh. The more the game utilizes the dual sense, the faster the battery dies. Really? It burns the battery out pretty quickly. How quickly? Uh, it depends. Um, I feel like with Astros at full, like, blast, like, just playing the game with all the settings at normal... Mm-hmm. Uh, it burned out the controller in maybe three hours. But if nice. you play something else that doesn't really use the haptic feedback as much, 
it's not okay. as bad. So like the other PlayStation Five game I'm playing right now is Demon Souls, and that one doesn't use the haptic okay. feedback as much. That okay. I haven't had any real issue with the battery charge. I'm very excited tomorrow. We're gonna get the PlayStation Five, and I'm, we're gonna give it a go when I finish work tomorrow. It's spider-man spider-man we have spider-man and we bought the uh, deluxe version so we have the original mm. version back and i'm so excited that was one of our games that got robbed um last year so i haven't touched that game since mm. and we have the miles morales version on playstation 4 now because it was like um it was a launch game with uh, playstation 5 in the right. u.s so we have it available to play that but the actual deluxe version the one that you know has the remastered original that's only available on PlayStation 5. So from tomorrow, I can start playing that again. And I'm so excited. I absolutely love that game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for that. I'm like getting more excited for that. Nice. Yeah. Seeing the old games play on the PlayStation 5 is really cool too. Like they uh-huh. look pretty dang good. <laughs> like I said, I had Ghost. I played Ghost on my PS5 and it looks phenomenal. Yeah, I think there's quite a lot of games that are still still going to be accessible from the PlayStation 4 onto PlayStation mm-hmm. 5, right? Like a lot of the Naughty Dog games are doing that. Actually, well. uh, from what I understand, there's only 10 games, 10 PS4 okay. games that aren't playable on the PS5. Really? Wow. Okay. So every PS4 game other than that 10 are available on the PS4 or PS5. And there's of course the PS5 or the PS4 collection, the PS Plus collection. There's 15 games that are available to play on PS5, whether you owned them or not. They're just there. You can play them. And that includes, like, Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted, Uncharted Collection, I think. Days Gone, God of War, uh, Ratchet & Clank. There's a lot of good ones on there. Dope. So excited. And I've ranted enough. (laughs) No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I thought this was really interesting. I think this is a really interesting twist. I hope everybody else enjoyed it um, yeah. for our show. Trying something a little different um, this week. Trying something a little different this week. And I think, you know, I really enjoyed it. I think our chat is great. I like I like having chats. <laughs> I like chats. chats I am talkative. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you see me outside of, you know, retro replay things and people say like, oh, you're so quiet now. That's weird. I'm like, people listen to me talk enough. Yeah, everybody <laughs> hears me talk a lot, so mm. I'm good. Yeah. But we're definitely going to, you know, keep the replayer guests coming in. We're, we want to keep meeting replayers and getting to know you guys. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to keep having, you know, our friends and replayer friends all back on here. Because, mm-hmm. as we know, we're all friends after you come on. Um, <laughs> hey, we're all friends now. And now we're all Chris. friends. Um, um yeah so like if you guys still want to be on the show or if you have been on the show and you want to be back on the show just email us to the replayer podcast at gmail.com hit us up on dms on twitter social medias yeah. which is linked in the comments below or um potentially we are going to be having a sign up sheet pretty soon um in the next couple of weeks so mm. keep an eye out for that but in the meantime you can catch us on gmail yes yes and uh you know we're gonna change things up a little bit we're trying out a few new things with the growth of the show and everything still want you guys to come on we still want to get to know you guys and meet you um but we might have a few more episodes like this you know a little bit more deeper dive personal stories and things like that and you know it'd be great to have a little bit more intermittent conversations with some of the other replayers too so i'm excited Absolutely. for that 
yeah and if you yeah. guys have like comments or feedback pop them in the comments below that's yes. uh we always check them we always check the comments if you don't want to leave a public comment again pop us a dm on socials which is also linked in the description below or the replay podcast at gmail.com perfect plug yeah you're welcome you're welcome cool so we want to wrap yes, it up in fun. here and call it a night and we'll throw out throw out our socials and uh say good night or absolutely game over. absolutely <laughs> game over <bye>. start us <laughs> off <laughs> game over um yeah you can catch me at pagan plays on twitter at pagan underscore plays on instagram and twitch and at pagan space plays so pagan plays uh, on youtube (laughs) there's no underscore and it's not together it's just pagan plays Mm. and i am stark evil vash on every platform as far as facebook or instagram xbox playstation what have you on there and i am stark evash on twitter because why not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> why why not stark you why with a why <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh dan <laughs> nod to uncle noli this week doing the why not response yeah yeah oh very good very good all right guys so thank you for uh hanging out with us tonight and game over thanks everybody bye oh, wait <gasps> do we have the outro music i'm gonna play the outro music oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> Outro music I engage. I love the outro music. <laughs>